The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terrina. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terrina, blogger of the Dragons Insider, blogger inside the OAA, one of the hosts of Between Terrinas on Oriented Television. Also blogger of the Sammy High School Sports Blog. Like to welcome those watching us on the local voice and hearing us, actually hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud and watching us on Oregon Neighborhood Television. Got Ian here this week here. Yeah, man. Um, a lot to talk about. Um, of course. Um, now you were a busy guy out very, and about covering games, very watching busy. games. So you got a lot of insight on some uh, teams, around the, teams around the OA today. A lot of teams around the OA today. Yep. Um, we got a lot of girls basketball talk about. A lot of boys basketball talk about. Um, Especially some teams I've been really impressed with um, in the boys' docket when you look at Ferndale um, and West Bloomfield. Those are two, and Southfield, of course, all three of those teams off to um, really good starts. Um, but let's go to girls' basketball first. And sure. I think this is a um, really interesting week around the league. People um, are starting to settle in. People are starting to settle in around the league. And yep. I think um, there's a couple teams I've been really impressed with. A couple I've been just really. Shocked and surprised with. Um, but in a good way or a bad way? Some in a good, some in a bad way. And here's the thing. League play starts this week. Wow, that um, seems fast. Yeah, league play starts this week. Of course, um, some teams are playing two games. Some teams are playing one game around the league. Um, probably the team I'm most impressed with is the Berkeley Bears. Mm. And the reason why I'm saying Berkeley is because this is a team that a lot of people, I know I've been really critical of Berkeley yes. the last few <laughs> years, especially – I mean, like with their girls program, not yeah. playing a um, playing a soft non-conference and all mm-hmm. that, but they toughened up the non-conference. Um, had a really tough loss to um, Macomb Dakota to open up the year, but then they knocked off. Um, but they pulled off a huge win against Troy. Yeah. Um, of course, Troy's one of those teams really established programs under Coach Simon Bato. Um, knocked off the Colts. Um, forty nine thirty eight on Tuesday night. I mean, like. I mean, solid win. Solid win, especially against a really good program like Troy. Um, you got to look at players like Lauren Hamilton. You got Charlika Rice. I mean, Ashley Loon. Um, but what Kirk, Coach Kirk Carolyn's done with that team has been really impressive, especially with the youth that has been on that team. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially to get a big-time win like that, especially early in the year, starting off the loss to Macomb Dakota. Macomb Dakota's a really good team. Yes, they with, are. With Cameron Grant on there, but but still, that is a good win heading into league play for um, for Berkeley. Yeah. And I think when you look at the keys, having a young team, you know, having them grow, and, you know, I think they're in the right spot right now. But Gives now, them a lot of momentum, too. I mean, the confidence that you can build uh, taking a big W like that or two. Yeah, but when you – um, but I know Berkeley's in the blue division. I know that – um, and I know the blue's not the strongest of teams in it don't have the strongest of teams in that division, mm-hmm. but there's still some good teams in there. You look at Rochester, you look at Farmington, you look at Seaholm. Um, but right now, Berkeley is the class of that division right now. Um, now, Rochester, you can say they had a big, impressive win the other night against um, Detroit Country Day behind 21 points from Laura Charisma in their um, big win against Country Day. I mean, now, Detroit Country Day is not the same team they were last year. Because they have a whole new staff there. Okay. Whole new culture there. I mean, like, it's basically starting from scratch over there at Birmingham Detroit yeah. Country Day. But 
But Rochester, that's a big win for them, especially playing a really tough schedule early in the year. Absolutely. Um, so when you look at the blue right now, I still believe that division's a two-team race. Yeah. But keep an eye on Seahawks. But do you think uh, Berkeley's <laughs> head and shoulders? I think Berkeley right now is head and shoulders. Um, and I really think that the Bears have a really dynamic. Um, I like where that team's at right now. I really think that, you know, with Berkeley, I don't think they're going to get a lot of competition in that division. Um, and I think playing a non-conference, really tough non-conference mm-hmm. helps them. And I think it's going to help them when it comes postseason play. Now, they're in a very interesting district with Birmingham Marion. But I think in Royal Oak, I think that I think that it's going to help them playing this tough non-conference. And I think that win against Troy says a lot about that team. Yeah. It really does. Um, but Were you able to see any of that game, or was it more of uh, watching the reports? It was well, I was watching reports. I mean, like, so I'm curious I, how they broke down the D because, you know. Troy's got a big girl in the, D, in the D and the Sanson. They got some really good guards. But let's not forget, I mean, Berkeley's got – I've seen Berkeley. I watched a film on CMM with Berkeley and Warren Mott. Yeah, yeah. And Berkeley's got some athletes. They got, I mean, like, I really like Lauren Hamilton. I really like I really like what Laura Hamilton's done. I really like Shalika Rice. They got some bigs in there that can score. Um, but I like what Kirk Carolyn's done with that team. Um, but I've been really impressed with them. I really have been with Berkeley. I mean, like, I think clearly right now, head to tollers right now, Berkeley right now is the best team in that division, mm. clearly. Um, now, people at Rochester are going to say, well, Rochester, what about us? What about <laughs> us? I mean, yeah, you're yep. fine. I think Rochester's fine, despite playing a really tough non-conference schedule early. Um, losing some tough games like to Madison Knights, Bishop Foley, and knocking off, and losing the water for Mott early. I mean, but still. Well, and the question, too, is when do they meet up? They're going to meet up pretty Berkeley soon. Berkeley and they Rochester. Don't, I don't think they meet. They don't meet up early, though. They don't meet up early. They meet in the middle of the year, January. So That makes it even more exciting. Yeah, it does. Right? Because really we've seen sometimes where you have the teams that are kind of separating themselves from the pack meet up early. One you know, one falls, and then they don't, may, not, may not meet up again until the end of the season. Yeah, and I think that's so, a huge statement there. I really think that's a huge statement. You know, And right now, I think Berkeley and Rochester, clearly right now the two best teams in the blue division. Um, let's look at another team. Let's look at, I'm going to go from the blue to the red. I want to talk Stony Creek. Um, Stony Creek's been a team that has been like a case of Jekyll and Hyde lately. <laughs> um, of How course, so? <laughs> Stony Creek came off a big win against Lake Orion last yeah. week. Um, now I did get some stats from the Stony Creek's two games this week. Um, okay. they took on Seaholm and took on Wall Lake, um, no, Wall Lake, um, Central. And, um, Stony Creek was upset by Seaholm in that game on Tuesday night, 38-35. It was a game that they should not have lost. They let Seaholm shoot 48, 45 free throw attempts in Whoa. that game. Oh, and, and that's a lot on any level of basketball. They had, they had bad, and they were 8 of 65 from the field, 0 of 19 from 3. Ooh. That's brutal. Well, they didn't shoot that bad against the Dragons. I know that. Well, they didn't shoot bad against Lake Orion. It was a good week for them shooting-wise. Yeah. But when you cannot go 8 and 60, eight for 65 on your home floor and then um, and expect to win, especially 0-19 from 3 on your home floor. Yeah. And That's bad. That's well, really bad. <laughs> it's not only bad, but it's one of those, is it just an anomaly? I mean, sometimes you see teams that just they hit a wall, like there was maybe uh, training was heavy that week or something, and they just didn't have the legs. To go over from three with that team, 
Stony Creek's normally a good three-point shooting team. When you look at the players on there, you got Lily DePani, you got Devin Vowles, Daniel Prairie. Yeah. Um, and that three-point shooting was, I mean, yeah, I mean, and that three-point shooting against Lake Orion was kind of the difference in the game. Yeah, that was yeah, that was the difference in that game. It was kind of separate them. Yeah, yeah, that was the difference in that game. Um, and wow. then, but they defended pretty well. You know, the That's defenses true. showed up for Stony Creek. And then their game against Wall Lake Central. You know, that game. That game went double overtime. Um, Stony Creek on Friday night at Wall against Wall Lake Central. Um, Stony Creek was um, eight for forty-seven from the field, two of eighteen from three in that Ooh, game. Again, they, they served, but they found a way to survive thanks yeah. to their defense and won that one twenty-six to twenty-two. Twenty-six to twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, and that tells me. But yeah, also, it's... Wall Lake Central plays a really good trap. They play a Tight full court negotiation like style trap, which can be which can be really difficult. really difficult. You know what I mean? So I can understand Stony Creek some issues in that game, yeah. but the Seahome game was completely mind boggling. Yeah. So when I look at so what do you have? What do you think Stony Creek is? Do you think they're somewhere in between? They're not one extreme or the other. Stony Creek reminds me of the Wizard of Oz. You know, it's basically <laughs> it's basically Everything's going good. You have they follow when they follow the yellow brick road, <laughs> and when they follow the wrong path, that's when bad things happen. Defensively, this team is great. This team is really good. Yeah, it's offensively is going to be the problem. Um, when you look at Stony Creek, if they cannot generate offense, you know what I mean. Shoot with a high percentage. You know, be consistent with your shooting. Then. If they can't, it's going to be a long year for them, especially in that red division. Didn't you say, uh, too, that they got to the line like 45 times? Seaholm got the line 45 C- times. Seaholm did. So that's mind-boggling right there in that game so, with Seaholm. Usually when you get to the line, that means you're more you're more the aggressor. aggressor, correct? Yeah, and that that was the perfect example of that Lake Orion game. I thought in that Lake Orion game, Stony Creek was the, was the more aggressor than Lake Orion was. And then when you look at the Seaholm game, you're thinking to yourself, what in the world yeah, happened? Yeah, kind of flipped the script. It kind of it? flipped the script, and basically, um, but but the Stony Creek Wall Lake Central game, you might well give Stony Creek a pass in that game because Wall Lake Central's trap is really good. Yeah, yeah, their trap is really good, and that goes to my next question. You know, the um, Stony Creek was participating in the, um, Lakes Valley OA Challenge. Yeah, yeah, that's um, a really cool event. Uh, yeah, it was a really cool if event. If you're not familiar with it, what is it, sir? Um, you have nine OA teams taking on nine um Lakes Valley teams. Um, they started that I believe two years ago. Um, I really I, like that format. It's a good, it's a great format. You get um, to play different teams, cross over against different schools. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year the OA did win a, the um Lakes Valley Challenge. Um. Right now, the score stands at 7-1 right now because Bloomfield Hills and South Lion East are going to be playing later on in the year. Oh, um, okay. But the wow, OA looked yeah, really pretty- dominant in that challenge. Of course, Stony Creek's win against Wall Lake Central was part of it. Um, Troy, of course, had to survive um, Wall Lake Northern 44-41. That was Ooh. a really tight game. a tight game. game yeah, that no was kidding. a really tight game over there at um, Lakeland. Um North Farmington had to um knocked off South Lion. Um I think it was forty seven to twenty eight, I believe. Um North Farmington off to a five and zero start and why um I want to talk North Farmington in a minute because 
They have a they had a big win against Adams um in overtime, six three sixty on Thursday night. Wow. Um a lot of that's, overtime games. That's a team I want to talk about more in depth, North Farmington. Okay. Another team I like to talk about more in depth, Troy Athens. Of course, Athens came off a big win against um Lakeland. Um knocking them off. So Athens right now is off to a M five and old start. Um and then of course Clarkson sending out a big statement against Waterford <laughs> Kettering. Blowing them out. Yeah. 62-39. Cannot. I mean, like, Waterford Kettering 0-4. See, that's... That's shocking. Is that more of a statement of where Kettering stands than where Clarkston is? Well... Or do you think a combination of the I two? I think it's a combination of the two when you look at it. Um, I don't Clark, know the last time I've seen Kettering 0-4. Kettering, you know, let's not forget, they got a new coach in there, McAllister there. Um, you know, you got Mikhail Holland. You still have players like Mikhail Holland, Izzy Dougal. Um, Irene Schoof. I mean, like, you still have those three, you know, but it's not the same team. Sounds like growing pains. It sounds like they're having some growing pains a little bit, you know, and they're going to have some. Adams 49, Waterford Mott 44 was a really good game there. Um, Adams almost blew that game. They were up big. (laughs) Um, Adams was up big in that game. I mean, but Waterford Mott fought back. Um, thanks to 18 points from Mikhail Proctor. Mm. Um, Oh, Michaela first, by the way. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. First. Um, and then, but Adams had 15 points from Lord Petersmark. Um, I believe 13 from Abby Dranick. Um, so when you look at Adams, I mean, Adams is a team that it's been mind-boggling. Of course, they got two losses right now. Um, that loss to North Farmington in, in overtime and then that early season loss to Utica. It's kind of odd what Coach Jay Lewis has done with that team, especially – putting virtually your best shooter and Maddie Delinga on the bench, going with Anaya Howard in the starting lineup. And, you know, and I think, you know, when you look at what Adams has been doing. They has that been players. all season? They've been doing it all season. You know what I mean? They've been doing it all season, going with the same starting five of um, a starting five of Howard, Elizabeth Blaine. Um, you got Amelia Dranick. Um, you got um, – you got um, and that's what made Deling on the bench. You yeah, got yeah. Nicole Clarehow and um, you know, and that's and that's been really interesting. You know well, what Shay Lewis has done with that. Well, team. the one thing is the that's a coach who knows their players. Yeah, and we've seen that before throughout college games where you got your hot shooter sits on the bench is the first one off the bench get a idea what the flow of the game is, and then if let's say you're starting fives really taking care of business, that is just an extra punch to the mouth. If that, if your well, shooter comes off ha- the bench and, and it helps your bench too, especially when you're having a girl like Maddie Dolinga come, come off, off the, the bench. bench and yeah. that's, that's, that's first of all, that's just insane. First of all. <laughs> and then two, you know, that shows that your co- that shows that Shay Lewis has a lot of trust in, in those, in the players yeah. that she has on the floor. And I think yeah. that says a lot. You Correct. know what I mean? I mean, you got other players you could bring off the bench, like Laura Kessman, who'd come off the bench too. She can shoot, um, and then you have, but it's a very, it's very interesting, very that, interesting. Wouldn't you almost consider that a luxury to have? It is a luxury to have, right? You have you a know? deep bench, you know what I mean? You yeah, have a deep bench, you know, it, it, it kind of helps, especially that caliber of player coming. Oh, off. Yeah, I mean, like I talked about this last couple weeks ago with Southfield. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. when you don't, yeah, with no bench. rely when you don't rely on your bench. You know what I mean? Whereas Adams, he can go. As is a deep bench, you look at a team like Oxford. Oxford's got a deep bench. Troy's got a deep bench. Lake Orion's got a deep bench. I mean, yeah. I mean, in that and that white pays division, dividends down across the season, right? I mean, as the season rolls along, it doesn't wear out your starters. You get everybody involved. Yeah, and it, it, it does. You can even tie your team together. Yeah, it even does. I mean, like I think that 
you know, when you look at the um, starting five, I think it kind of helps there in that one. Um, yeah. Other games around the um, the only loss that the OA took was a um, 30-25, um, I don't know, 35-30 win for Milford over Farmington. Um, close game, too. It was a close game. I mean, like, um, but Dave Brown used to coach at Farmington. Now he's oh. that coach at Milford. Um, so he kind of knows that team inside yeah. out a little bit. Um so that was the only defeat of the Lakes Valley Challenge. Um, let's go to the other teams I was mentioning. Of course, Troy Athens. Um, yeah. Troy Athens, I mean, like, they're off to a really good start. And I think it pays dividends for Coach J.C. Klump is the experience she's got back. When you look at players like Emma Wojcicki, you look at the um, Bright sisters, Grace and Abby Bright. You look at Isabel Crum, who's had a really nice start. Yeah. But when you look at the stats that Troy Athens has put, 76 against Seaholm. Yeah. 70 against Farmington. I mean, you know, that's scary. That's you don't see that type of scoring. No. In these uh in the high school uh not in girls, girls basketball. Game, not in the girls game for that for the most part. No. Um and what's what's the defensive side of the ball looking like? Well, Athens, you They're know, not winning like 76-73. No, they're they they're playing defense right? there and I think that's a Credit to Stacy Klump and her team, um, especially because last year, um, you remember last year kind of really bashed I Athens don't. last year. Well, how they lost to him Chippewa Valley. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the districts last yes. year. Um, I think you know with Athens, it's once they get in the league play, we're gonna see what they're made of. Of course, yeah. they got Ward Farmington coming up. I mean, and you still got to play. You still got to play that white schedule, which yeah. in the white, I think it's a lot more parity when you look at what the white has. Yeah. I mean, I think Troy Athens, you know, I like where this team's at, but I think Tuesday's going to tell you a lot okay. about that team when they play North Farmington. Um, now, North Farmington did beat Adams. Um, Adams was up by 12 at one point in that game wow. against North Farmington. North Farmington came back, and it became a seesaw affair with North surviving at the end. Yeah. Um, when you look at that, when you look at North Farmington, of course, they're off to a 5-0 and start. Even though I was not impressed with their schedule, but they have knocked off some good teams. I mean, yeah. of course, knocking off Groves is huge. Same thing with Troy Athens. They knocked off Groves. Groves, have really, Groves, has, Groves has been a really interesting team. Yeah. They lost to um, Athens and North, North Farmington, but then they came back and knocked off Oxford. <laughs> and that is not an easy yeah, thing that's, to do. That's kind of one that of those, was shocking to me. That, that's that a head upset. scratcher, yeah. Was that upset? Was that it was a shocker against Oxford, especially because you know Oxford's got that workers' mentality role, and basically, um, what grow what they did was, I believe Groves had a um someone go off for twenty points, whoa, and um Ellie Rupert and um Rupert Ellie Rupert, your top player, had nineteen in that game. So when you look at what happened that game was basically, I think it was basically a definition of Groves. I think Groves might outworked Oxford in that game, uh. and Oxford's gonna. For Oxford to win this year, they have to outwork people. Yeah. I know they got a very good shooting at Morris. They got a really good defenders in Sarah Terrell, Mackenzie Mather, um, I mean, et cetera. But for Oxford to win games, they're going to have to outwork people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I really felt in that Groves game they got outworked. Because you don't see Oxford out shooting people. No, you don't see Oxford out shooting people. You don't see Oxford just – I see – for them to win games, they got to outwork people. Yeah, and it looked like in that game against Groves, they were outworked um, by Groves, and I think that's a huge credit to Coach. Um, that's a huge credit for Jessica Weasel and her yeah. team um, for that big win against a really good opponent. And of course, I think playing 
a tough schedule that Grove has has really helped them, especially when it gets into the red play. Yeah. Um, in the red, you know, you know, you got to deal with your Southfields, your Clarksons, your Royal Oaks, Stony Creeks, Bloomfield Hills, um, ex- West Bloomfields, etc. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, still. and like you said, uh, league plays just around the corner. Oh yeah, I mean, it's or but I think it's here. <laughs> but I think another team that sent out a big statement was West Bloomfield. Yeah, you know what they did to Wall Lake Western? Share sixty-seven forty-nine. Whoa, and they are getting it from other players. Besides Maya Bobo and Logan Lewis. That says a lot. Absolutely. That tells you what West Bloomfield girls basketball team is. Their program. They're, this is a program. If you have balanced shooting. Yeah. Balanced scoring. Yeah. Who do you. Yeah. Balanced scoring. Who do you guard? Who do you guard? Yeah. And Wallet Central Western, you know, this is very unusual for them. They've got two losses right now. They lost to Clarkston. Now you put West Bloomfield on there. I mean, what does that say about Wall Lake Western? I mean, maybe they're not as good as you think. But you also have two quality. It looks like two. I mean, Clarkson we know is a quality. We know about Clarkson, right? We know but, about what Clarkson's it, been doing. But to maybe people. the Lakers are for real. Yeah, right? I, and I've I mean, said if, this about West Bloomfield. They are for real. Yeah, I've said that they are for real, and I think both those teams are going to give Southfield a lot of fits. Now Southfield knocked off Bull. Bull in Indiana Institute, no, no Institute. I don't okay. know. Um, sixty <laughs> out of to state. forty. Yeah, yeah, it's out of state. Yep, sixty forty. Um, now Southfield's bounced back a little bit after um losing the Plano with Falia. Yes, um, a couple weeks ago. I mean, but now they're gonna be. They got their two league games coming up, and then they they got a big one Friday with Clarkston. Um, we're gonna go over that Ooh. game in a minute. Um, I but hope, that's at Clarkston. That's at Clarkston. I hope that's being covered i think that will be on independence i'm not mm, sure that's one to to look up uh, over the weekend yeah it should be really interesting um but when you look at southfield of course we talked about A&T. Yeah, no bench yeah this is if they can find a bench in that gate if they can find a bench they're gonna be fine i mean do you think i know it's so early in the season but do you think this game friday against clarkson's kind of a uh litmus test for them to see what are they really I think it is are they still I think it the is. power that they have been I think it is because when you look at that game with Clarkston I really believe that this is going to be a key I mean game. that's a huge game it's a huge game you look at what Clarkson's done John Wire's got that team and that program at a high level right now yes and you look at um and you look at what Safi does with McEvans you have Willis and Worthy I mean like they, I mean, like, but then who else is going to shine? Whereas you yeah. have a Clarkson, you got other options. You look at players like Taylor Heaton there, Madison Tikorski there. You look at you, and then of course you got others in there that can do some damage as well. I mean, like, I think the key in that game is going to be is if Clarkson can get McEvans, Willis, and Worthy in foul, foul trouble, trouble, it's yeah. over for Southfield. It is flat out over. Um. So and that's gonna be one of the games I'm gonna talk about this week. The top, my top ten games of the week. Yeah, that my top games of the week around the league. The more I'm thinking about, it, I mean, what has it been? Thirty seconds since you mentioned. Hey, guess what? They're playing Friday. I'm sitting there going, hmm, that's that's kind of a that's it's a juicy be, game. It's a juicy game to look at. Um, speaking of that, let's go to my top games of the week. Okay, um, why not? Top games of the week. Um, I'm gonna go. A lot of these t- games are league games. Um, I'm gonna go first with um. A very interesting one out of the blue. 
You got Ferndale at Pontiac. They're going to be playing on a Tuesday night. Um, Ferndale got a good win last week by beating Madison. Um, Pontiac has really struggled. Could this be the direction where Ferndale be going to? If Ferndale can get this one, yeah. who knows what Ferndale is going to be? Could be in this in that blue division. Of course, I haven't talked a lot about Ferndale or Pontiac lately. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But this is a big game, I think, for both teams to see where they're at. Um, with Ferndale and Pontiac. I think it's a big, big game for both teams. Um, now let's go to my um my next one here. Um, if you want to take a look at my top ten games around my blog, it's Sammy Smith me at blogspot.com. Got Royal Oak at Southfield Arson Tech. That's a Tuesday game. Royal Oak's been a team that's been hanging by the moment lately. Has some really <laughs> close games. Um, including last Friday night's 30-27 win against Royal Oak Shrine. Whoa. Um a lot of close games. Royal Oak's been a they're undefeated, but they just don't look impressive. I know they got a very good player in Sarah Strahan, hey. but they're winning ugly. Hey, winning ugly, still winning. Yeah, <laughs> but then you know what? They're you know now you got to go play Southfield. Okay, they got to play Southfield. I don't think they have an answer for Willis, Worthy, or McEvans. I just don't think they do. Right. So. I'm not doing projections and all that, but this is, they're going to be truly tested. See, let's see what type of team Royal Oak is. Do you Tuesday think night. this is going to be a good game, or is it more of a test for I think for it's going to be a test for Royal Oak. I think it could be a really tough night for them. I really do. Um, and now let's look at Rochester at Seaholm on a Tuesday night. This is a big game for both teams, especially who's going to be the team that challenges Berkeley for the crown. Is it Rochester? I think Rochester's been playing better. Seaholm's got that upset win against Stony Creek. Um, but they did not look good against Lake Orion on on um, Friday night. Um, and a really interesting game with the Dragons there. Um, I think whoever wins that game is going to challenge Berkeley for the crown. Um, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> then you have on Friday. We have a Friday game here. You got Bloomfield Hills at Groves. Um, Bloomfield Hills. I'm curious to see where their minds are at after what happened to them against Adams. Yeah. Um, that was a game where I thought that um, Adams clearly outworked them, outplayed them. Um, just didn't have an answer for yeah. um, Adams. Just didn't. I mean, like Bluebells did not have an answer for um, Nicole Clara Howe, or um, they just did not have an answer for um, especially also Maddie Delinga as well. They just did not have an answer for Adams. So I'm curious to see where Jeff Rubin's team's at. Yeah, mentally, especially after that game with Adams and having it on Friday too. I. I Maybe the listeners don't know, but that's a half day. Yeah. Right? This is the last week of school before break. Yeah. For Christmas. And what do you know well, about? Well, there's teams that are going to be playing Christmas tournaments. Well, yeah, but leading up to it, I mean, sometimes yeah. you keep your team focused at the end of that week, especially if you got a half day. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, that can open windows for things to happen that you're not expecting. So right. any Friday games, I'd be, if you're the coach, just keep those – Keep players those. focused. Yeah, you just got to. <laughs> because it's easy to get distracted this time of year. You got to. Um, and then let's look. Yeah, I think, and I think it's an upset trap because Groves has had Bloopy Hills' number lately. I mean, it'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Now we have the Battle of Troy. That's going to take place on Friday. Ooh. Battle of Troy. Troy, Athens, Troy. Um, A holiday treat. <laughs> is Athens for real? Yes. That's going to be the question. And can Troy... Can Troy bounce back yes. after losing to Berkeley? They had to survive against Wild Lake, Nor- against Wild Lake Northern. Um, is- and then Troy's got a very tough game coming up against um, Oxford. We're going to talk about that mm. one in a minute. 
Then you have Adams at Avondale. That's a Friday game as well. Um, Avondale sits at one and three, playing a really tough schedule. Adams, we know about them. We talked about Adams. Yeah. Um, a lot of Friday games. Yeah. And then you have North Farmington at Oxford. That's another Friday game. How does North <laughs> Farmington adjust to life in a big court? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because North Farmington's had a bad habit on struggling on big gyms lately, especially yeah. with their trap. And Oxford's got a nice facility up there. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice facility, big. nice big, big, big court, big and, scoreboard. Uh, good fans, too. Great people up there. Good support. Great people up there. Speaking of Oxford, they got to go to Troy on Tuesday. Interesting game right yeah, there. Absolutely. <laughs> Interesting game you, right you've, there. You've picked some good ones, Sam. Yeah. And then we and then we talked about the um, big one, A&T at Clarkston. That'll be a big, big game. I'm, yeah, that is. That's going to be a really good game. There's going to be a lot of people around the state, I think, taking a peek at that one. Yeah, that'll be huge. I mean, especially because is A&T for real? If they can yeah. knock off Clarkston, that'll, be, that'll, that'll tell you a lot about A&T. But if they lose that game, yeah. Or, you know, or if Clarkston steamrolls them. If Clarkson steamrolls them, yeah, then I pretty much would say that divisional I, race is, it won't be over, but it'll be about 50-50 close. Yeah, it's going to be uh, an eye-opener for a lot of people. If Clarkson blows out A&T, yeah. that would be that's and possible, when, when too. That, I mean, that'd go be on the borders of the OAA. Yeah, that yeah. would be possible. People, people in the state, we talk about Clarkson. Correct. People be talking about Clarkson. I mean, my goodness. And then you have Lake Orion at Adams. This one's an interesting one. Adams has won the last, I believe, two games against Lake Orion last year and knocked them off. But Lake Orion's a vastly different team than they were last year. Um, Adams, we know what they have. Um, Lake Orion was in it with Adams both games. Um, just didn't have enough late in both those games to um, to win those games. But I think this is a really interesting game between yeah. the Dragons and the Highlanders, of course. Also, their boys' teams are also playing on that same night at Lake Orion. Oh, but really? That's, we're going to talk about that in a couple minutes. Okay. Um, but on the girls' side of things, you know, this is going to be really interesting. See, it, so, it's a great coaching matchup between Shay Lewis and um, Bob Bridges. Yeah. Um, it's a great, um, got a great guard matchup between Casey Lauer and, um, and of course, um, Maddie Dolinga. Um, they, I mean, both teams got a lot of, a lot of intangibles in this game. Absolutely, and uh, but the thing is that that list that there are a lot of juicy games in that list. I mean, oh, yeah. a lot of interesting matchups. There's, you know, sometimes basketball is overlooked for football and different things, but think of these matchups. I mean, really important games right and out of the gate. They're all league games, yeah, too. league games right away. So you better come in with your eyes open and ready to go. Oh, I agree. Um. Because, man, the landscape of your league. <laughs> It'll be shaped up probably after Christmas. I mean, if you're not careful, it could really just be tilted one way or the other right out of the gate. And that's something. That's something to say. I don't, I don't remember seeing that, you know, the potential for that this early in a season. I mean, so many good games and the matchups well, are North so Well, North Farmington right now think. is 1-0, and Adams right now sits at 0-1 in the league right now. So white, there's some so must-win games There's already. some must-win games. You know, if you're Adams, you know, you need to go in and beat Lake Orion. That's not yeah. going to be an easy game for you. I mean, it'll be really tough. You start off 0-2, it'll be really tough. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let's wow. go from the girls' game. Let's go to the boys' game. Yeah, so uh, first week of the guys' season first last week, week correct? First week is, yep. Um, Any surprises? Well, Shockers. Clarkston blowing out Utica Eisenhower 64-13 was a surprise. 13? 13. 
And that Utica Eisenhower team beat Romeo the other couple days ago. They beat Romeo. 13. 13 points. Could you, wow. Yeah. It, wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. 13. I, I could, couldn't get to the line. They struggled against Clarkson. You know, Clarkson this year, you wow. know, it could be a Clarkson revenge tour. That's what people are saying <laughs> over there. I can't stand that term. Um, but you know, but, I yeah. think if there were teams that I've really, I've been really impressed with to start the year, um, West Bloomfield's one of them. They have a freshman in Ryan Hurst who is really good. Off to a two and zero start, beat two really good teams. Yes, yes. Detroit University Prep is really good this year, and Southfield Christian's really good this year. So when you look at West Bloomfield, this is a team to keep an eye on in the red because of. Who they are, um, I got to give credit to Coach Jeremy Denna for what he has done with that team over there at West Bloomfield. Um, just really, really good. Really, really impressive, especially yeah. against two really good teams. And that's another team that's coming out of the gate and playing they're in the at a high too. level. They're in the red, too. So, And they're off to a 2-0 start. Got a tough one, a little more in DSL. We're going to talk about that in a couple minutes. Jeez, um, toughies. And then you look at Ferndale. Ferndale yeah, off yeah, to yeah. a one and zero start, um, winning at Saturday night. Adam North Farmington beating a really good Flint Beecher team, um, behind twenty points from Colin Goldston, their Sienna oh. commit. What was their score on that one? Yeah, um, sixty fifty five was that score. Okay, tight game, but they take out the W. They got the W, and it was a it's a good win for Coach Ron Rickman and his team, especially when you look at the two transfers they have back and them, Sean Adams and them, Colin Goldston. That's because that didn't quite pan out last year, did no, it? No, it did not. I mean, like, when you really look at it. But Ferndale did have a run in the postseason where they got the regional final in, yeah. division, in division Two now. But when I look at Ferndale's pass, you know, especially when you look at playing in the red and now you look at the postseason, you're going to likely have to deal with Detroit Communication Media Arts yeah. who knocked off Farmington the other night. Farmington, that was in double overtime, 70-68. Wow. And um, Jaden Atkins went nuts in that game. I think he had 34 in that <laughs> game. Um, Tight games, man. Yeah, I mean, like, when you look at Farmington, I mean, Farmington's a team, they're going to be no easy They're gonna be no easy cookie either. I mean, Farmington's a really good team. When you look at with Atkins, you look at um, Humes, and then, of course, you have them. Um, and then, of course, when they get um, Robert Davis eligible after he has to sit out a year, you know, it's no. A semester. semester. He sits out a semester. So that's know? coming up uh, in the new year. Yep, the new, new semester year. begins. So, but I think when you look at Farmington, I think they're they're better than people think. But Detroit CMA is a really good team. Yeah, really good team. And I think Ferndale will have their hands full, despite of it being on their home court and districts. Um, but Ferndale, this is a team you got to keep an eye on. I mean, I think Ferndale, they got a very good point guard, Trey Van Lewis. They got a really good. Um, then you have um. Then, of course, you have the two transfers from Detroit East English, yeah. you know. But I think when you look at Ferndale, I really believe that this is going to be a dangerous, dangerous team nobody wants to see. <laughs> um, now, I do got some questions with their depth. Obviously, depth's going to be a big question mark for Rickman's team. Um, but Ferndale's a team you got to keep an eye on. Yeah. I mean, they still got a tough schedule going. They still got to play a tough schedule. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what happens there. It'll be yeah. really interesting to see what Ferndale has. Um, Troy wasn't impressed with, um, I wasn't impressed with Troy, even though they're two and oh, I mean, it's where they need, that's where they're at right now. Oxford's one and oh, after knocking off all the central, mm. um, of course, um, 
Lake Orion's 1-0 under um, new coach Joe Schroeder, of course, winning 47-41. Basically with a um, young team. 47-41? 47-41 over a good Troy Athens squad, who I think is going to make some noise. But a team that I've really been impressed with has been Seaholm. They're off to a 2-0 start, um, knocked off. Um, they blew out center line, 66-29. And then they blew out, and they beat Adams, um, 66-53. Wow. Um, so that was a... Pretty consistent on the scoring there. Yeah, Jim D- Coach uh, Mike DeGeter's team is off to a 2-0 start. I mean, like, it's really impressive with Seaholm. Groves right now sits at 2-1 after losing a tough one to Redford Thurston. Um, knocked off Taylor Prep with one of their wins. Um Southfield off to a 2-0 start, knocked off Southfield Christian. Mm. There's another team been really impressed yeah. with the Southfield. Um, they're looking really good right now. Um, teams that are struggling a little bit. Um, Adams off to an 0-2 start. Um, lost a tough one to um Livoni Stevenson. And um then of course Seaholm. I mean, Adams is a very young team when you look yeah. at, especially with the turmoil turmoil. They went through this offseason. Yeah, lost a lot of guys. Lost a lot of guys. They had Three guys transfer out. New coach and Jared Thomas there at Adams. I mean, like, but you still have players like Peyton Prescott and Austin Yersey back. I think that those two guys are going to have to be instrumental helping them go forward. Yeah. Stony Creek's off to a 2-0 start. I mean, like, they um just beat Rochester 60-42 the other night. Woo. So that'll be a big test coming up for them against Seaholm. So when you really look at it, and then, of course, Oak Park coming off. Oak Park had a, had a game against them. East Kenwood, they end up losing that one. They were up most of that game, and they blew that game. They late. go there. It was at um, it was it was in the west side of the state. Yeah, they were yeah. at. I mean, like not at East Kenwood, but wow, it's a it was a tough. That's a loss heck of a Oak trip Park. over there. So when I look at the divisions right now, the red, the white, and then of course you know, and the blue side of things, you know, Berkeley's lost to Troy. I mean, like um, I think Berkeley's fine. Um. They're going to be fine. I think they're going to be okay. Um, but you got to keep an eye on Seaholm and Troy Athens in that division. Rochester, maybe. Um, but then, of course, Pontiac did not look very good. Um, Pontiac, New coach? Yeah, Damon O'Neill's there. Um, the red, I think, is going to be like a nightmare. Um, a <laughs> nightmare of the Grand Canyon. And Blue Bay Hill's even off to a 2 0 start. Oh, okay. I mean, Blue Bay Hill's off to, but, forgot to mention them. But in the. But the and Reds like a nightmare of the Grand Canyon. We look at the teams there in that division. When you say Grand Canyon, is it like you got a, a big hole in the middle of the league? Or? Well, I think I think you know I think it could be in the bottom of the league. There could be a Grand Canyon down there. Oh, but, you, so you got like a big two, but little everybody. You look else. at Clark. No, you look at Clarkston, Ferndale. Yeah. Um, you got West Bloomfield starting to become a juggernaut again. Sounds um, like you look at three solid North teams Farmington's so far. off to a two and zero start. I mean, like even though I'm not, not been impressed with their schedule, um, and then you look at Lake Orion's one and zero. You look at um, Bloopy Hills is two and zero. I mean, like the Red had a nice week. Yeah, the red hat. Besides, the only team that really lost was Oak Park. I mean, yeah. but that was about it. But if but, you're in the red, you had a really nice week. Yeah, but um, that loss, they they took on a solid squad. That one's not a bad team. No, no and they not. travel over there to do they that. They had to travel over there. Yep, and then it was a battle of I ninety six over there. Oh, that was that <laughs> classic. The white, of course, you know, you got Troy, Farmington, Stony Creek, um, Oxford, um. You know, Southfield Groves can make some statements. Well, like um, we were talking on the girls' side of things, we see on the red, clear 
yeah. choice. Oh, yeah. How about the guys? Is it too early? I mean, there's a, It's too early on I the mean, white. You got three teams that are kind five, of five. Five, maybe. Five, maybe. In the blue, I still think Berkeley's the class of that division, but keep an eye on Athens, Seaholm, and um, Rochester. Those are the teams you got to keep an eye on for sure um, in there. Um, now, some of these teams, I mean, you're talking, uh, you had this, the scores, you shared the scores of some of these games. Some of these teams are shooting really well early on. Mm-hmm. I mean, averaging 60 points a game. Right, but then you when know. you have to deal with the grind of the year, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's it, going to be. But that was, that's what I was kind of getting at. It's like, who are the defensive teams that usually defense wins the day early on? You'd, you'd I think when you look at probably who I think could be a really good defensive team yeah. in the OA, um, I would say. In the red, I think the best defensive team, people are going to say, well, what about Clarkston or Clarkson this, Clarkson this? I'm going to disagree and go, I'm going to say Lake Orion because I think Lake Orion defensively is one of the, I think they're going to be, they're going to be in games because they're defense, not their offense. I think they're, they're, I think for, for coach Joe Schroeder, this team has to be a defensive first team. And if this team can be a defensive first team, then you know, the offense will come in time, Yeah. you know, and you got a young team, but you can control your defensive intensity. Yes. And it, I think that's going to be key. I think in the red, I think best team defensively in the Reds Lake Orion in the white, I think, I still think it's Troy. Um, and then in the um, blue, I think it's Seaholm. Hmm. Cause um, you always hear that with the term that defense travels, right? Yeah. Defense travels. Because it, it, that's something, like you said, it's an effort it's mm-hmm. more of an uh, 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 more to realize on effort, right? And, and right? you, you put have, that effort in. You put it, that effort in. You know you're going to be in good shape. Yeah. You're, and then let's look at let's look at my top ten games of the week. Yeah, yeah. Week. Let's Hope, look at that. I know it's early, but with that last list, I'm curious. Yeah. There are a couple <laughs> key games this week um, in the boys' side of things. Um, I'm going to go with first game is Adams at Lake Orion on Tuesday. Adams sits at zero and two right now. Lake Orion sits at one and zero right now. I mean. Both these teams have hardworking teams that have both teams have new new coaches. When you look at, of course, you have Jared Thomas at Adams, Joel Shorter at Lake Orion. Adams has a really big advantage in the interior. When you look at Peyton Prescorn and Austin Yearsay, Lake Orion has a great guard great guard combination. When you look at players like when you look at players like a Nick Fisher and a um, Cameron Sutton, and then you have a Dylan Bogenheimer there. I mean, like I think this is going to be a good match. I think it's going to be a really good game between. Two teams that are far from finished products. Yeah, yeah. They both both teams are far from finished products, and I think O One TV is covering that game. Uh, yeah, we'll be there. That's tomorrow, right? That's Tuesday. Tuesday night. Yep. Tuesday Today's night. Monday, so yeah, Tuesday night. Uh, cameras will be there. Yep. So that'd be a really good game. I think it's gonna be a really good game between Adams and Lake Orion on that Tuesday. Always an interesting game when those two schools. You Always know. is, of course. The Lake Orion. It was Lake Orion last year. Took Adams out of the playoffs last year. <laughs> That's um, true. Now let's look at Bloomfield Hills' annual journey trip, going on a nice motorcade bus to Traverse City West. They're going there on Friday. Uh, Bloomfield Hills, when they went there, they had a rough ride back because they lost last year. <laughs> I think it was 59-55. Ooh, they lost that game. Tight game. The Titans. Um, now they make that return trip, and that's going to be a really interesting game between Traverse City West and Bloomfield Hills. Bloomfield Hills' journey always has um, – Loves to make that journey up. I don't know why Coach Phil Curgeon likes to take that. Maybe it's a Christmas gift for them. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, it's an experience, you to, know. Yeah, to go up to Traverse yeah, City. Yeah, overnight and, and yeah. yeah. Why well, not? 
They didn't play overnight. They went in the morning. Oh, they did? Okay. Yeah, they went in the morning. So Maybe it's not that big of a gift. <laughs> maybe it's maybe, maybe not. But going up from going up US one thirty one up to um Traverse City, that's not an easy trip to no, go. No, I can't see them coming home after the game right away. So no, I'm assuming they not, stay overnight. Yeah. But it's gonna but be yeah. a tough matchup. It'll be a really tough matchup. But doesn't that go to the mantra of hey, play tough competition, see what happens? Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um Next, we have Stony Creek at Seahome. That's a Friday game. Um, both these teams are going to be tested. Stony Creek is a young team. Um, we're going to know a lot about Seahome after their rivalry game with Groves on Tuesday. We're going to talk about that one in a minute. But Stony Creek's coming off some wins against Chippewa. Vat. I mean, like, Stony Creek's coming off some nice wins to start yeah. off Coon beating Rochester. They do play Chippewa Valley on Tuesday night at home, so that does say where this team's at. but. This is going to be a huge game for both teams. Yeah. It's especially because, you know, Stony Creek going on the road. Seahome's not an easy place to play, by the way. Yeah. You know, but Stony Creek, an improved team. Seahome, a really improved team as well. I mean, Seahome's not a bad team. Really or not. West Bloomfield at Warren D. LaSalle. Ooh. That'll be interesting. Their wins we talked about was Southfield Christian, Detroit University Prep. Warren D. LaSalle, traditionally a powerhouse. Um, this will be an interesting game. Can't you see the Lakers just really grinding out this preseason, really testing themselves? Don't you see it? I mean, and West Bluebee has a young team. Yeah, but the but it's looking pretty darn good. It's looking so far. pretty darn good so far. But we'll see what they have when they yeah. go out to Warren D. LaSalle. If they take down D. LaSalle, don't you say go hmm? That that that's. I was paying attention when they knocked off um Southfield yeah. Christian. That's what I think, I more, I think more people will be paying attention after if, if, they, they, if, if they take this one. Yeah, if they take this one, if they knock them off, I mean, it would uh-huh. be shocking if they took them off. Uh, Novi takes on Bloomby Hills on Tuesday night. Um, this would be really interesting because we mentioned Bloomby Hills off to a 2 0 start, knocked off from um, Avondale and Rochester. Novi coming off a tough loss to Troy. And you look at where Novi's at, Novi's been improving a little bit, you know. I mean, last season with Novi, it kind of, when they lost their coach and Brennan Swanee, he went to Novi Detroit Catholic Central. Mm. Um, I think Novi is a team to keep an eye on heading into the year in the um, KLA. Um, whereas now they're taking on a Bloomby Hills team. When you look at Bloomby Hills, question in the interior, but they make up with it with Colin Hecker and Mason Canfield. They got an emerging freshman as well who's making some noise as well. So when okay. you look at Bloomfield Hills, this is going to be a really interesting test, especially going up against a team like Novi. <laughs> and if that shoot, and if, and if your three-point shooting's bringing you, bringing you to where you're at, you know, you're in good shape. But if not, you're in some trouble. Yeah, yeah. If your shots aren't falling. Um, so let's look at, so let's look at um, another key game um, on my, um, on my list here. We got, and this is going to be really interesting. Um, we get to the rivalry games now. Yeah. Um, we got Seahome at Groves, the Battle of Birmingham on a Tuesday night. Um, Groves two and one, Seahome two and zero. Oh. Um, this one we talked about Seahome already a lot. Groves, I mean Benny White's team off to a two and one start. Um, very interesting. <laughs> you shaking your head. It'd be very interesting in Beverly Hills. Yeah. Um, it'd be really really interesting. I mean. Groves is still feeling the bitterness. I bet you they're still feeling after what happened to them in the playoffs in football. 
Of course, you remember that? Remember how Groves was upset by Seaholm in the uh, playoffs? Yeah, yeah. And I don't think uh, Groves that stunned has a lot of people. That stunned a lot of people. <laughs> that stunned even both of us when um, that stunned both of us. Yeah, that was a steamroll. I could not believe that score. Yeah, I couldn't. I still, I still can't to this day. <laughs> but I, it happened. It happened. It happened. Now Seaholm and Groves get out of each other back in Beverly Hills. Um, be very interesting to see what happens on the hard court in this game. Maybe there could be some. I don't know if there's no love lost between those two teams. Are there against Winwood Rivals matchup, man? Yeah, there isn't. No, there isn't. And then you have the rivalry um, Thursday night between Lake Orion at Oxford. This is going to be really interesting. Thursday, Thursday night at Oxford, um, Lake Orion and Oxford. I think uh, cameras will be there to record that. Yep. That, so that'll air on o- ONTV. ONTV and OCTV. Yep. Um, this one's going to be very interesting, especially when you look at the battle of the bigs between Trey Townsend and Dylan Bogenheimer. Um, that's going to be a really interesting matchup there. Um, if you weren't at Wayne State and you saw how tough and how gritty and physical these that, they, that game, that scrimmage was, that summer league game was, I can only imagine. <laughs> Did it feel like a regular season game? It felt like a regular season game. And also the fact that both these teams are playing twice this year. Wow. Um, despite the fact they're in different divisions because they're playing at Oakland University this year. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So it tells me where – I think it's a big game for both teams. You know what I mean? And I know how young Lake Orion is, but Oxford's a young team too. They lost a ton from that team that went to the regional final last year. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be an interesting game. I really believe it's going to be a really, really intriguing, interesting game. And Isn't I think it always, though, when those two meet up? It always is. It always is. I mean, but... it's it, it, the crowds are insane. Mm-hmm. The gym's going to be packed to the rafters. And it's going to be, a, and it's a, and it's, it's an interesting coaching matchup between Stevie Laidlaw and Joe Schroeder. I mean, like, of course, those two battled out last year when when Schroeder was at Pontiac. Pontiac. Yeah, that's that's uh, right. But now Schroeder's at Lake Orion. Yeah, so, yeah. So the, the I think new... there's a lot. I think there's a lot to prove for coach for Joe for Coach Joe Schroeder than there is the co- than there is the coach Steve Laidlaw because Schroeder has not beaten Laidlaw in two straight games. Yeah, but also I mean they know each other. Yeah, you, you, I mean. I mean, I haven't seen Lake Orion play yet, and to compare him to Pontiac a year ago, you know, is it the same system? I, and obviously, personnel changes. It's completely different. There's a lot of different, different personnel changes. So you work with what you have, player-wise. Yeah. But to know your opponent as well as you do makes for interesting games. Mm-hmm. And Lake Orion knows Oxford. And yes. Oxford knows Lake Orion. So yeah. this is going to be a really interesting Thursday night. It'll be wow. really interesting over at Oxford. And then we have... Clarkston going to Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Ooh. That Orchard Lake St. Mary's one of the top teams in the entire league to start the year. And League or state? In the state. They're one of okay. the state ranked teams. Um Lorena Bowman. You got the Ropier boys there. Um you got Pierre Nowoki, they're big, going up against Clarkston. We know about Fletcher Lawyer, Keegan Wastillick, and um, yeah. and of course Matt Nicholson. Um this one looks very interesting on paper. Looks really interesting <laughs> because it's almost one, feels like a play, like a postseason. It could affair, meet up in the playoffs. You know? It could meet up in the playoffs, depending if Clarkson gets by their district, even though they host their district. You have like Oxford, Lake Orion, um, Adams, um, Waterford, Kettering in there, uh, um, and then never heard and, and Romeo. Wow. And then um, 
you look at what Ultra Lake St. Mary's got to go through. Waterford Mott's in there. Ooh, ouch. Um, you got Plumpia Hills in there. Um, West Bloomfield's in there. I mean, yeah, that is. Yeah, there's some good teams. There's some good teams in yeah. there. There's some really good teams in there. But this is going to be a, I think, a gut check game. I think it's going to mm. be a really interesting game Friday night over in Orchard Lake um, between the Eaglets and the Wolves. Um, Do you find this one? Is it really going to make any ripples depending on who wins? You know, I don't know if it will because if it does, it could expose some teams' weaknesses. It could expose some teams' strengths. It could expose some teams' weaknesses. Mm. Um, I think it's going to be a really good game between the Eagles and the Wolves. I really do. I think. It's and the Wolves be- are on the road. Yes, Clarkston is on the road because their girls play at home. Oh, on that's Friday right. Night. Yeah, yeah. That so game. that means their boys are going to be <laughs> on the road. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be really interesting down there in Orchard Lake. It's going to be really, really interesting down. Cool. There. Um, when you look at boys basketball right now, I still believe Clarkston is the um, class of the it's the class right now. But there's some teams that are right there. I think gonna push for that pedestal. Yes. I think there's gonna be there's gonna be some teams that are gonna push there. Um, when you look at my top ten this week of the rankings, um, not a lot of changes there. Um, I still have um Clarkston number one in the poll. Um, followed by um Troy. Um, my top ten. If you want to take a look, it's at Sammy Semicolon Termina Blogspot. This is the guys. Or the I have the guys and the girls. I have okay. Clarkson one, Troy two, West Bloomfield three, Ferndale four, Southfield five, North Farmington six, Farmington seven, Oxford eight. Of course, congratulations to Steve Laidlaw on getting his 100th win as a varsity coach. Hey, in their win against them, Wall Lake Central, Berkeley nine, see home ten. In the girls side, I have Clarkson one, Royal Oak two, Berkeley three. Um, got to change Berkeley's record. They are three and one, not four and zero. Oh. Um, Southfield at um two and one, North Farmington five, Troy Athens six, West Bloomfield seven, Troy eight, Lake Orion nine, Oxford ten. People are gonna say, well, where's Adams in that? I mean, Adams has got two losses right now. Yeah. Um, so got to earn your way back. You got to earn your way back in. And I mean, like, so that's where I've been at with the um with the teams right now with the top ten right now. Um. Interesting week, dude. A lot of fun. Yeah, and you it's, know, and we're we're in the, we're in the Christmas spirit. You know, yeah. we're in the Christmas spirit. You know, yeah. I mean, when you look at Christmas time, um, there are a lot of Christmas tournaments. You know, we're gonna ah. preview that. Of course, you have the Motor City Roundball Classic coming up. Girls, I believe, are at West Westfield Prep. It's in Detroit. Okay. West, and then you, and then um, boys are at um Ferndale. Um, several team, couple teams are in that in the round ball. Um. You have the Grove Showcase for girls basketball. Mm. Um, I'm going to preview all this on my blog at samysimicolonterminatblogspot.com okay. since we're not going to be on air next yep. week. So I'm just going to bring that up. So the for the viewer or viewers and listeners, uh, we're going to take a week off because uh, the holiday is coming up. Christmas mm-hmm. is coming up. And then we'll be back for kind of the last the last OA now of the decade. Yeah. Right on the 30th. On the so we'll 30th. be back on the 30th recording these things. So that week uh, you can enjoy it uh, during the holiday uh, break and New Year's Eve and all that good stuff. So we'll mm-hmm. have it ready to go um, then. But, hey, uh, you mentioned something uh, before we were on the air about football. Yeah. So We have a breaking news so, to talk about. hey, it's been a while. Football just released their divisions. Of course, the OA now going to a um, 6-6-9 format. Um, when you look at the divisions now, um, 
The um, red, the um, blue division is going to contest nine teams in that division. You're going to have um, you're going to have in there. You're going to have um, Boompy Hills, Troy, Troy Athens, Pontiac, Avondale, Royal Oak, um, and Berkeley are in that division, uh, and Rochester are in that division. Mm. Um, of course, when you look at the division there, I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, especially Boompy Hills coming down from the red. Um, and then you have Rochester, Troy, Troy, Athens coming down from the white. Um, and then you look at the white division. The new white division is going to contest of Farmington, North Farmington, Grove, Seaholm, and then Adam Stony Creek. Um, so when you mm. look at that division, very evenly matched. Yeah, yeah. Evenly matched out in that division. Um, and then, of course, the red division, you have um, Clarkston, Oxford, Lake Orion, Southfield, West Bloomfield, Oak Park. Oak Park coming up. Yep, Oak Park's coming up. So that's going to be very that interesting. That should be, it'd be nice to have an Oak Park in town to see, be very see them in action. It'll yeah. be very interesting to see how the divisions will match up, especially with the new playoff format. I keep ah. learning I keep <laughs> learning the the new format every day, how it's going to unfold. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, it's completely different. It's completely different. different. So that means you can kiss the six-win component goodbye. Yeah. Um, and you they, better have uh, some good... Uh, there could be some. Te- there could be some teams in the division that, that a whole division could make the playoffs. <laughs> I'm serious because there's it's possibility. You know, when you look at, of course, you know, when you look at the Macomb area conference, they yeah. released their divisions. You know, Growth Point South went up to the red this year, and that's going to be really tough because they got to play teams like Macomb Dakota, yeah, yeah, yeah. guys an hour. I mean, that's not easy. No, a couple of the, a lot of these. If you're basically are playing a very tough schedule, you're going to be rewarded, you know? Well, isn't that the point? Yeah, that's the point. You're playing a murder's right. role with schedule. And right now when I but look— But murder's role can also gut you. Oh, it can also <laughs> gut you, but it can also make you a man, make a man out of you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, true. that's not an easy thing to say the least. Um, So, other sports, you got hockey, of course. Um, yeah. We um, talked a little bit about hockey. Um, Right now, I still think— the best team in hockey right now is you got Lake Orient's got to be playing in the conversation. Well. Rochester United's playing well. Playing Clarkson's well. playing well. Yep. Um, wrestling, I know the Oakland County meet is this weekend. Wow, already. Yeah, I'm curious to see how Oxford does and Clarkston. Um, We're going to have some ONTV cameras out at, a, I think, a double duel here at Lake Orient High School soon. Yeah. So we'll have some wrestling on. It'll be very interesting to see what happens going forward. Um, okay, now I've my final thoughts this week. Wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Um, take care, buddy. I'm going to sign off. Take care. And see you all on, on 30th yeah. yep. next week. Yeah, um, we'll see you on the 30th, see Sam. On 30th. Take care, everybody. Merry Christmas. Everybody. Thanks, buddy. Merry Christmas, Sam. Say that again. Say that again. Happy Kwanzaa and also happy Passover. Absolutely. Boy, now is produced by Sammy Terry. And the views on this show are his and his alone. We'll see you guys in, uh, we'll be off one week. We'll see you on the 30th. We'll have the podcast up as soon as we can so you can enjoy it over the holiday. If you'd like to make your own podcast, give Owen TV a call at 248-393-1060. We'll see you in two weeks. See ya.